on a private meeting of the Community Police Review Board to order on Tuesday, November 14th at 5.30 p.m. We get a roll call? Yes. Downing? Here. Hobart? Here. Jensen? Here. McConnell? Here. Meckes? Here. Remington and Townsend. Good. All right. Item number two, consent calendar. Consider a motion to adopt the consent calendar as presented or amended. So move. Second. Okay. Uh, any discussion? No discussion? Okay. There we go. Need to go on to public comment on the consent calendar? Yes, but there is nobody there. Gentleman behind you? Um, for the consent calendar, do you have anything? Consent calendar is like minutes and. Um, so, what some, you're. Some I think what you're here for is, is under. Old business. Um, it's actually under new business, but it should be old business, oh. but yeah. Um, so, okay. We're good? Yes. Well, is it old business or new business? Well, that's a good question. I suppose it should have been old. No, I think it's new business. Oh, that's right. It was brought up last time. That's right. It's new business. Yeah, it's new business. Yeah, because when you brought it up and we couldn't answer it, so we asked to put it on new business for this month. So, so it'll, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, so I will do a roll call again here. We do another roll call? Yes. Um, and this is just approving the consent calendar. Uh, yeah, this is either I or nay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so Hobart? Here. Not here. Yes. You're approving the consent calendar. Yep. Yes. Jensen? Yes. McConnell? Yes. Meckes? Here. Townsend? What are we doing? Oh, sorry. We are approving the consent calendar. So the minutes and all of the reports that we okay. received from the police department. Yes. Um, and Downing? Yes. Madam Chair? Yes. I just wanted to know that I, I won't be able to attend. I don't want to interfere with anybody today, but I won't be able to attend on December 12th. I don't think yeah. we're to the calendar. We're not yet. to the calendar yet. The calendar yet. So, that so that's still yeah. further down. Uh, okay, item number three, new business. So just a reminder for everybody, we can only discuss new business items that are on the agenda. Do we have to accept the minutes for we oh, did. We already did. We already did. Yeah, okay. That was the consent calendar. Well, that was the consent calendar. Yeah, That's yes. why I meant. Oh, I uh, I missed it. Uh, now that it was that it was, uh, I uh, I wanted to make some change to the minutes if it's up to date. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can we go no, back? I think you once? can make a motion to reconsider. To a motion to reconsider. Okay. The motion to reconsider has to pass, and then I can make. Yes. Yeah. Second. Thank you. Got a motion and a second. We don't need to do a okay. call to the We'll have to do a recall after it's done. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can go you have a change to the minutes, you said. You what still have to have a vote on his motion. Yeah, that's what, that was my okay. question. Okay, if sorry. it's okay. 
doesn't I don't think it has to be roll call though. I think you can do a voice I, call. That's what I yeah, that's what my question was. So all those in favor. Yeah. Okay, all in favor. Aye. 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 Anybody opposed? All right, go ahead. Okay, the change I would like to offer is um, on, on page two, it said that um, uh, make it extended to pending proposed changes to, to the process to be discussed at the November meeting and because he said he was on the nominating committee. Mm -hmm. That's not what you meant. <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to add that. And that is important to me because when we do consider some changes, I'd like to make the change that the, that people on the nominating committee cannot nominate themselves. But that's okay. not. What did? So the only the only thing I'm asking to do is to say that I also said. Because oh, I was on the nominating committee. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that because I wasn't okay. sure what you were referring to. Okay. I will update that on those minutes. Thank you. You're welcome. Can I have a motion to accept the minutes and the consent calendar as amended? So moved. Okay. A second. Second. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to keep on here. <laughs> I think we had a motion in three seconds. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Thank you was Ricky, did you second that? No, no, it was. It wasn't me. I made the motion. Or, he made, uh, Orville made the motion. Um, Jerry, Ricky, and Saul all said second. So Okey dokey. Well, there you go. We're going to say Saul. <laughs> okay. Do I do a roll call? I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm running on the same thing. Okay. All right, I have three new business. Again, going back to the, if you, uh, we can only discuss the items listed <coughs> under new business. So, first one we have listed is a discussion on ICPD policy regarding the use of facial recognition technology. I'm not sure who asked to have that put on the agenda. Uh, okay. 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 So, Chief, can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. We fall under the camera use policy of the cities, and the city doesn't address that one way or another, but we don't use it. Okay. Um, and I think it came up in, um, in light of the recent camera installations downtown. That's been a long-term project. It was, I think, budgeted even before I arrived three years ago. They're doing it now. It's still not active yet. Some of the cameras obviously are up, um, but we, we don't have the feed to that. But the city has many cameras around town, and I think you mentioned it. I wasn't here last meeting. I apologize. I think you mentioned it that typically in the downtown, especially in the Ped Mall, we'd rely on businesses cam business cameras, and that's why the thought was to put up city cameras. We have city cameras in other places university has a pretty uh, uh vast camera system but they don't have they don't do any sort of ai or any type of facial recognition it's just if we use the camera systems it's typically after the fact looking for and it's just manual looking for something a lot of times we'll be looking for a car that passed by or something like that 
So you're saying, may I speak? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying that the police department has no policy concerning facial recognition? No. I mean, you're saying? That addresses facial recognition yeah. specifically? No. Oh, okay. Well, I have some other questions about how the cameras were being used. I was curious as to whether the police department had access to the footage captured on the cameras. Yes, certain members of the police department do. Our investigative section does, our, the people who work the front desk, we call them station masters and supervisors do. And these are cameras that may be operated and owned by businesses. No, no, those we privately owned ones, we would have to request that and they would have to voluntarily give it to us. We also do ring cameras, you know, the doorbell cameras and things like that. They have a program where people can voluntarily give a mechanism in which they can share it, but that's up to them and we don't have access to it unless it's shared with us. Well, what about the city-owned cameras? Are they just running all the time? I mean, I don't... It depends on the camera. Some of them are motion-activated, and, and then others are, are running all the time. And if they're running all the time, who reviews the material? No one does, unless there's a reason to. Most of the cameras on the city are not the police departments or the transportation department. They're up on stoplights and things like that. They use it for monitoring traffic or whatever. But if we have a reason to look at them and say there was a crime in the area, sometimes the detectives will look at it. And they have a retention period that's not maintained by us. It's maintained by the IT department. The IT department mm -hmm. maintains any data, any data storage, especially camera data storage, would be maintained by the evidence data storage. We would maintain with IT. So questions about that should be directed to IT people. Sure. Yes. Can someone tell me who is that? A department within the city? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Part of my concern was all the controversy about facial recognition and uh, over and over again proving how inaccurate it is. And so just kind of keeping track of whether Iowa City has fallen into that rabbit hole. Right. Not yet. No. No. For the concerns you just mentioned, I'm well aware of those concerns. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Number second item, uh, discussion of the CPRB nominating process. So that was yours? Yes, I put on the... Yeah, so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm proposing that members of the nominating committee not nominate themselves. Uh, and I'm also proposing that they 
that the nominating committee requests a paragraph or so from people interested in in uh, becoming chairs or vice chairs to write why they want to be in in those positions, so that um, so that the rest of the members have a, an idea of what. And then that would just be a blur, you know, background. When we do come to the to the meeting for the formal nomination, um, the nominees can also speak for themselves. I don't I don't disagree personally that we need to make potentially put some things in place for the nominating committee. I think the last couple of years it's been a little bit. Um, Hodgepodge. Yeah, I, you know, because last year it was, this year, it, you know, it was a little bit. So I think some overall guidelines for the committee itself, I don't disagree with what you shared, but I think the, the nominating committee, I mean, one, you know, could be who's the nominating committee, how many members, is it more than one, what should they do ahead of time, um, what information if... You know, it's always been the nominating committee reaching out to individuals that perhaps may be interested or they think might make a good chair. And then what information should that person provide? I don't disagree with what you're saying, but it's been a little hodgepodge or whatever additional word the last couple of years. So um, I think, you know, it's like in terms of a person not being able to nominate themselves, I don't see that as being a problem, a person nominated themselves, because the outcome is a result of the majority of the uh, group, you know, so it's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, I think a person has a right to nominate themselves. The question is, will they get any votes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, I, I don't know which part you disagree with, but um, <laughs> I don't know how you can vote on anybody not knowing anything about the person or, or whether they even want to, to to run for chair or vice chair. So personally, I need to know why you want to be, and I will be asking that question anyway, why do you want to be chair? Why do you want to be vice chair? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you can do that during the meeting. I mean, I don't think I need to write a paragraph. Yeah. Well, I then there's no need for a nominating committee. Why is that? If, if everything can, is going to be... If you ask me the question, why I want to be the chairperson during the meeting, I don't have to write a little paragraph why I want to. I mean, that's... Right, you know, so, there, there's, so there's no need for a nominating committee. Why don't we just do the nomination at the meeting? Can I, can I ask the question of... It's more maybe about the city process. So all of us, when when we somebody asks us if we were interested in being on this committee in general, you know, we had to fill out an application and answer some questions, and that was submitted, and that went before council. Is there any reason that the members of this committee couldn't have? We don't see those documents. That information. Is there any reason that you could see the applications? Yeah. Well, I believe they're public. Um, I'm just kind of wondering, because that might answer, 
you know, we we eventually learn more about each other as, you know, if we're on the committee for a while. But I'm, I'm wondering if that's a possibility. You I'll, know, I'll have to check with Kelly. You want to learn a little Kelly, bit about I, an individual or their background or... I believe they're in the city council packets from whatever yeah. month the, that, that yeah. they did the appointments. Yeah. They are. That's but isn't good. this a process that kind of takes care of itself? Because it's not like, you know, we, we're going to be nominating someone who just got on us, you know, something that we don't know anything about them. I think just attending the meetings and working together and communicating, I get a pretty good feel yeah. for the group yeah. to know whether I would want to vote for someone. Right. I can step in here too. I think I mentioned this at the last meeting that the bylaws don't require a nominating committee. Right. It's not in the ordinance. So if you don't want to use it, you don't have to. Yeah, we didn't have one two years ago, did we? When I first started, I thought we just did it, did we? I think they No, we just did it right, right at our meeting. We nominated people and then... Uh, no, there was... Uh, two years ago, it was, there was a nominating committee and neither member of the nominating committee came to the meeting. Oh, well, that's how then, then you guys just decided to... And then we just, yeah. So, so I think, I, I, I get where you're going. I'm wondering if... You know, what if we put together just some really short, just as a reference for this group, it doesn't have to go in like, okay, next time this comes around, this is this is how we want to approach it and see if everybody agrees with that at the meeting. You know, like just it's not in it's not in any formal document, but it's more a this is how we'd like to how we'd like to approach the nominating process next year. Yeah. And the nominating committee I think it, it takes some of the pressure off, you know. You're not just asking me right in front of the group and everything, and I gotta come up with a response. Yeah. Whereas with the nominating committee, you know, you contact me and you ask me, am I interested? And if I am, I say yes. If I'm not, I say no. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do. I I do see. Yeah, I do see that value because if you're at a meeting and someone nominates an individual and that individual doesn't want to do it. That kind of puts them in a position of saying, "Like me last meeting, I didn't want to be the chair." Yeah, I'm with you. Nope. And look what happened yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, so I think it's. I think the discussion's fair, but I, that's where I do see the value in the nominating committees. It's then somebody is going out and reaching out to, you know, if you have two members, they have a discussion about, you know, who are we? Who do we want to put up? You know, yeah, and who do we think? And then reach out to those individuals and reach out and say, are you, if it might be one, it might be two, are you interested? Yeah. You know, if the person says no, you okay, we need to do this. But if that person says yes, then, you know. I remember last time, you know, I ran with, I was a chairperson. It's like when they, the committee called me and asked me, I remember that the first thing I had to do is say, I have to check my calendar. And, and in the meeting, I don't have that option, as, you know. Mm -hmm. Would be everybody be open if we had just like some guidelines, brought it up at the next meeting and said, yeah, that makes, those, that makes sense. Talking a little bit about, you know. Well, I, I mean, the point I'm trying to make is somebody's asked me, I'm a, let's say I'm on the nominating committee. 
and I'm nominating someone, and somebody were to ask him, why did you nominate that person? He says, I don't know, I just like that guy. I want to be able to say something. So, well, they're interested, and they told me they're interested because they know Robert Schulz of voters, they know uh, what the police does, they're, uh, they know how to run a meeting, uh, they're impartial. I want to be able to say something intelligent, not dressed. A beauty contest. Uh, so, and that would be, and if that is not done at the nominating committee level, then I would, I will bring that up at at our meeting and say, why do you want to be chair? Why do you want to be vice chair? I want to be able to uh, know why I'm voting for a particular way. That could be part of the guidelines, which is the nominating committee still does their part, but then if the nominating committee says, okay, we're gonna nominate Ricky, you know, we're nominating Ricky, they've talked, you've talked to him and he said, yes, I'm interested. And then at the meeting, you, you know, you do a little, you why know. Why I wanna be hey, the chair? Why I wanna be the that chair, that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you never know. <laughs> but that that would kind of do what you're speaking to. Um, I'm just a little concerned about not having some kind of a discussion prior to the meeting because then the meeting kind of be, becomes a, a little bit, might become a free-for-all. You know, a little bit of discussions and people that may or may not be interested, you know, if there's been no prior discussion with whether they are or they aren't, that kind of thing. Um, you know, if we just did, if we just did some guidelines. Who's going to write the guidelines? All right. Uh, okay. Can I say one other yeah, thing sure. here? So I, I said that the nominating committee is not something that's required by the right. bylaws or by the ordinance, but the bylaws do allow for subcommittees, and Article 9 of the bylaws say that the subcommittees, including uh, composition, duties, and terms, are to be designated by the chairperson. So if you want something more than, you know, the authority of the chairperson to designate those things, then you need to make an amendment to the bylaws to provide something specific. And I'm not saying you have to do that now, that's just the process. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I, I don't think we have to be that complicated. These are, we can just, merely say these are recommendations to the nominating committee and it, it, uh, the, the board has made the following recommendation to the nominating committee. They're not changes in any bylaws or anything and the nominating committee can ignore them but, uh, but these are, I think, I would think the nominating committee would abide by the, the philosophy of the board yeah. as, a, as a whole. Yeah, assuming you decide to still use the nominating committee. Yeah, yeah. But right. like I said, you don't have to. I mean, to. Would, right. that, would that be acceptable to the group if we just had some guidelines talking about what you're mentioning, but they're, they're guidelines for the board? Because I do think that if, for example, somebody's never been on the nominating committee and you said, hey, you're on it, you're it, and you don't know what to do, that might help that. It might help that we get to the meeting, you know, having a little conversation that it's, Okay, you know, whether you prepare a speech or you, somebody does it off the cuff, you know, kind of thing. I, tend, just, I tend to process things better if we're doing problem solving. Like if there's a problem and we have to come up with a solution to solve it or make it work better, then, you know, that 
that's the way I run with it. So my question is, have we encountered any difficulties with the process the way it is? Have we encountered anything? Yes, we have. For okay, the last two years. Mm -hmm. I'd say yeah. the last two years of nominating. For the, the nomination process has been challenging. We figured it out, but it's been challenging. And what, what, what's challenging about it? What's challenging about it is last year the nominating committee um, didn't come to the meeting to talk about who they were nominating, and so we were sitting at the meeting and didn't have well, actually, any nominees. One of them was there. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then, so then we were at, at the meeting, we were making nominations and didn't, we were kind of punting a little bit because we had some deadline issues. But there's a what? lot of new board members at that time that yeah. hadn't been. Yeah, I think there were exactly. three of you that were pretty new. Yeah, and I don't think you. I think that was another situation where you didn't really want at that point in time to take the vice chair role, but you ended up doing it because I, I ended up doing it because yeah. somebody somebody needed to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then and then this year we had a little bit of a challenge. Um, One thing that Kelly mentioned to me is even with the nominating committee, you don't have to vote for the people that you nominate. Right. Right. So yeah. I mean, you still you can still have the same situation yeah. where you're yeah. off, you know, at the meeting and So I mean, is that acceptable or what is acceptable? What is something Do we want some guidelines or do we want to based on this discussion when it comes around next year just, you know, when it's time to do a nominating committee say you know, okay, just a real quick review. You know, here's a here's the nom what the nominating committee's up to. You know, and here's what we're going to do, and then just approach it like that. I mean, I don't care. I just I think that kind of accomplishes maybe what you're getting at. And so you usually choose the nominating committee in September. So are you thinking, if you were go to go that route, you would want to discuss it in? August, August before you choose a nominating committee, or are you? Who, I, I would rather not even have a committee for this. I think we're all here, and we can nominate who we want during our meeting. We don't need a committee. I don't need to call people up. When I was on the committee, I didn't know I had to call people to ask them to. I mean, that was part mm -hmm. of the deal. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I just think, because what happened this time was people just nominated. We're all here, and they just nominated. And we got our chair, our vice chair. So it's the same thing. What do we need a committee for? We don't need a paragraph on people. I know, I know you well enough. You guys wouldn't be here if you didn't want to. It's volunteers. You know what I'm saying? This, you, it's all this. Do, do you know the answer to the question? It says, why do you want to be chair? Yeah, I do. You, I did want to be chair, and I said that. No, okay. I do not want to be chair. Okay. So okay. during but, the regular meeting. the person meeting, who, is a, who is accepting the, the nomination, do you know the answer? Let's say uh, X wants uh, well, we accept the nomination. Ask him during the meeting. Okay, we, so I don't that's, need a why, that's why we need that. to know. Right. We, you so can we ask. can vote intelligently. Right. You can ask as many questions about whoever nominates somebody. I mean, ask whatever you want. It's just part of the meeting. Instead of doing this committee and paragraphs, and I don't think it needs to be that involved. I think it can be. It's not that complicated. Right. And it's I mean, like we it. could even make it even simpler just by saying that it's a responsibility when you're on the board and your third year you're vice chair and your fourth year you're chair. Well, then that would have to be part of the bylaw, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that would require a change. Yeah, change. Which but then you've fine. got the most experienced people. Right. And, and then you got people that uh, have seen what's going on. But I think, I think the emphasis needs to be put on getting a person that, number one, wants to do it, and number two, has the time to do it. Right. You know, and I, I don't, you know, I don't see a problem with it. We've been doing this for years and years and years, and then recently we just had a situation where uh, something happened with the two people that were responsible for it. But, you know, that's obviously going to derail it. But look how many years we've done it, and it hasn't been a problem. Yeah. And I think that if people are going to need to state why they would want to be and how they think they're qualified to be, they need notice. That's not something you can just all of a sudden get asked and go, <laughs> you know, it's not a well thought out answer that just to get it sprung at the last minute. I, I just, I know that the question came up last time, what do other commissions do? And I can only speak for the Parks and Rec, but you know, I was on, not on it. I took minutes at it for 20 years and they never had a nominating committee. It was at the meeting. You know, somebody just would speak up and say, I nominate so-and-so, and then that person right then and there, like would you said, say yes or no. would say yes or no. I mean, we know when that's going to be, right? Yeah. So yeah. you can be, it's not really sprung on you out of nowhere. You can know right. ahead of time, oh, this people. is the meeting, and we're going to do this. This is going to come up if anybody you can mentions call my name. Yeah. I can say yes or no. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can I'm just call saying that people needs to be, it's never been before. No one's ever been asked that before. That's, I, that's fine. That's fine. Well, we couldn't, I mean, when it comes around, there's no reason we can't do it that way. Again, based on what we don't have to change anything, we can just change our process, you know, and say, you know, maybe it's a reminder that we're going to be, you know, next meeting, new business is this, you know. If we do it that way, I think basically, like you say beforehand, just remind the group, like, hey, you know, it's coming up and, uh, you know, it's get your, get, think about it and get your ducks together. That way nobody's going to be surprised. Surprise. We all come in prepared. If you ask me and I got conflicts, I say no. If I can feel comfortable with it, I say yes. But I don't think we need to create anything. Yeah, yeah that, you know, I that think work, just. That works all? For what you're, OK. OK, we good with moving on? We got a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, next item. The discussion of processes for complaints that are determined to be untrue. Yeah, I brought this up because there have been times that we have all gone through a complaint and the police have had to go through the complaint. And in the very end, we watched the police badge uh, cameras and what the complaint said never happened. I'm thinking of the time, can I say this without naming a name? Maybe you couldn't bring anything up you that happened in a complaint. Okay. Yeah, we're an open set. Okay, well, we just thought to do close this and then Matt comes up to discuss that. Um, and I'd be interested in what the chief has to say. I'm not going to ask you to say anything right now, but to think about it. And, let us know if you have any thoughts about it because again if it's it says on the bottom 
of the of the complaint that filing a false complaint is punishable by and it has a state law and all that down. And even though that's on there, I don't think we've ever gone back and looked at that. Sure. And either it needs to be on there or not on there. We're just gonna wait until the very end and look at the tapes and see whether or not it's what actually happened or not. I mean, some you know, absolutely. But there are others that you don't know until the end. And what the complaint was never happened. I think that would be under prosecutor's purview if they choose to. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, complaint comes out. The complaint comes out as unsustained, and then it would be up to the county prosecutor to decide if they wanted to pursue any kind of criminal charges related I, to that. I would be concerned about. I mean, one, it would require a number of changes, um, but I would also be concerned about um, any um, any concern from somebody's filing a complaint point that, oh, I could get in, I could get in trouble for this, or what might happen to me if, you know. Can I speak to that? Yeah. So it's on there. It is on, it's standard practice in almost every department that it does have that verbiage that describes the false report. Um, and as Mandy pointed out, it, it's, it would be something that we would take up with the county process, with the county attorney, whether or not. Um, and I have had those conversations in the past. Typically it would be, I think mine and the, the county attorney's opinion, if they're accusing an officer of a crime, like it's one thing if someone says the officer was mean or the officer may have violated this and that policy, whether or not it's sustained or not, that's, I think most of us agree that might not be a false report. That could just be someone's difference of opinion. But if someone said the officer did this and it's like, you know, accuses the officer of committing a crime and that clearly didn't happen, um, those would be situations where where it could be considered. It hasn't happened since I've been here, but I have. One of the barriers to that is is the manner in which we receive the complaints. They're not anonymous, but they're close to because as you guys well know you've read the summaries oftentimes we will never hear or speak to that person ever mm -hmm. again yeah. and then it would be then we would have the burden to prove that they were the one who actually did file that complaint they didn't come and swear to anything or so that that presents a problem i can tell you when we get complaints through other means not through the cprp uh, you, you guys see the same video we see, and some of those immediately, you know, it's a it's a three-minute interaction, like, okay, that absolutely didn't happen. We close it out, and it takes, you know, an hour's worth of our time. CPRB process is much different because you guys get the, uh, we have to redact the videos, and then I have to give you that chief summary, but that's fine, and that's, that's part of the process, and that's fine. So we, there, could a person be prosecuted for it? Yes, but, they're not gonna be prosecuted on something um, that would be, it was my opinion versus someone else's opinion. Um, and we're certainly cognizant of the fact that we don't want to have the chilling effect of mm -hmm. threatening people with criminal action so they don't file complaints because even, although state code says we're not supposed to investigate um, uh, anonymous complaints, I still feel like I have an obligation if it takes takes us 10 minutes to look at a video. Yeah. Um, because say someone did file an honest complaint and it was legit. I don't want to just dip stick my head in the sand because 
So, so we do look at that. We look at all complaints regardless. Um, and then depending on how they come in, if they come in through this body, then it, then it just requires a, little, a few more steps for us, but that's fine. But um, that, that's, the nature of, that's the nature of complaints. A lot of times, you know, sometimes it's like, well, well you know, it's, it's judgment call, but other times it's like, okay, that person was confused as to what happened or, or misremembers it to be charitable. That's but, kind. Yeah. So do we even need to have that statement on the bottom of the complaint? It's I mean, kind of standard. It's standard, kind of standard, standard language. Standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it does give them fair warning. <coughs> like, hey, don't come in here and just make something up out of whole cloth. Because even if that wasn't on there, it, it's, it would still meet elements of that sure. false report. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's it, it's us doing our due diligence. Just not. We don't want to. We don't want to discourage people from filing complaints, but we certainly want them to make sure they're they're filing true complaints or something that they believe to have been true. But that shouldn't alter our process. I mean, we would do the same thing we do. The only thing is, if if the person admitted it or something like that, then you would let us know, and we know that we don't have to mess with it. You know. But then the police department could be put in jeopardy for saying they didn't investigate it all the way through. Oh, we're going to investigate it. Yeah, they're going to investigate, we're investigate it regardless. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes my summary might be considerably shorter, you know, um, but I still try. I still feel like it's my obligation to this body to make sure you understand exactly what happened and what was going on. I think another thing, I think this is why it's extremely important that our officers have their body cams functioning at all times mm -hmm. because if you know a picture's worth a thousand words you know and you know we, we look at those and usually you can see pretty quick what's going on. I can tell you how much of a game changer that is. My former agency, the 1,200-person department, they didn't have them. So when someone would go to internal affairs, it would be a he said, she said almost all the time. They had the car videos, but not, you know, someone was in someone's house or something. And almost all of those complaints were, you know, we got to talk to witnesses and this and that. Now we don't have to do that near as much because we can just watch exactly what happened. In fact, you guys have seen the summaries. Most of the time we don't even need to speak to the officer uh, to interview them as to what happened. We may need to speak to them afterwards, but to interview them as to what happened because we can just watch it and hear it. So that's, that is an absolute game changer, and that's why that policy is very important. I think when we had the discussion of making the complaint process uh, available to be filed online, we talked about requiring somebody to check the box that says they understand what filing a false report means before they can sign the complaint. Did that happen? I um, yeah, it probably doesn't show up on the complaint itself, does it? The complaint just says uh, signature box, and it says above it, I certify to the best of my knowledge the statements on this form are true. But I, I mean, I talked about whether we should have them check a box before they can even sign it. I will have to check on that. I don't know. That would be a good idea. Thank you, Chief. 
Okay, next item, discussion of the CPRB meeting flow and processes. Jessica. Yeah, so I brought that up. There seems to be a lot of confusion about like Robert's rules of order and exactly the flow of the meetings and like confusion of like when we motion things versus like everything else. So I don't know if we could just have a discussion about that or if we could have printouts of like floor sheets or something to help everyone understand what's going on just because it seems a little bit chaotic at times, just from my brief time here so far. Sure, no, that's a, it's a good question. Um, I think we could, perhaps, there's a reference in executive session, I think, for us to talk about something related to that that would help maybe that, that process a little bit. Um, question for me, because I, and I don't know the answer, when you started, did, you have somebody sit down with you and go through the packet and kind of talk about the process and we went through like i was given that? the packets nobody did it for me um and you sit down with kelly no she did it she did you and uh stewart she did it virtually sorry i don't know i don't remember doing it virtually um, yeah, I, yeah. So yes. like we went through um but most of my knowledge is coming from my workplace and how mm -hmm. meetings are ran there. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say that like it's really here that's teaching me. Yeah. I know that at, at one point in time, that's that's why I asked and you guys didn't do it with me when I came back to the board because you've already been here, you know. They, it, that kind of mm -hmm. happened. At one point in time, that was an automatic for new members that one of the kind of the, here's a new member and, and it was the chair um, a lot of times would sit down with the new member mm -hmm. and would go through the packet from the city and just talk about talk about the meetings and talk about some of the things some of the highlights of how mm -hmm. things worked so I was yeah. that was a good question because I it didn't happen with me but I couldn't reference that because mm -hmm. of you know my familiarity so it didn't happen with me and when I was chair I offered to um, to sit down yeah. with new people and I guess Kelly decided she'd do it with that. Uh, did we, I don't know if we had, did we have anybody new during your, your time as chair? Uh, yeah, but. When I started, it was during the height of the pandemic, so the meetings were only on Zoom. And I did have a brief Zoom orientation, but it wasn't with the chair or city staff, it was with the person I was replacing. So it seemed like their system then was that the outgoing person would yeah. meet with the incoming person. Yeah. Wow. Because someone named, I think, Mildred or somebody whose yeah, name started with the downloads. So maybe one of the with things. With the outgoing chair when I came on. Maybe one of the things that would help. And in, in open session, we can't talk about the reference. There's something in closed session, uh, you know, something that we're going to talk about. Yeah, I just don't know if. We can talk about it. I just don't know if the Roberts rules and such are part of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, my experience with that is, you know, whether or not the meeting goes smoothly depends upon how much experience the chair or the individual had that's conducting the meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if you go back and look at the last three years, you know, you see different styles, you know, but we managed to stumble and get through the meeting mm -hmm. with corrections from our attorney or whatever is appropriate. Yeah. So you yeah, I I could make a suggestion as uh, you know, pertaining to 
a lot of discussion on the nominating committee that that, that would be the, chair, the 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 job of the chair or the vice chair to uh, meet with the nominee uh, with a no person joining the board and see whether there are any questions or give them some uh, uh, give some background on the on how we proceed, including Robert's rules of order that we follow, and then ask the and then have the person uh, who's about to join ask question if they have any. It's possible that they've attended several of our meetings. Uh, I think you have uh, before, uh, but um, that would be I think the, the job of the chair or the vice chair or or sure. nominating sure. or the chair nominating someone to do that. And I think just from my observations, as I've noticed it with people who've been here a while as well, I yeah. don't think it's just that I'm new, to be perfectly honest. Um, and my workplace where I work, that's this is how all of our meetings are ran. And so just from my viewpoint, like this is a city board, like it should be like, I don't know. It doesn't appear as professional if it's a bit chaotic. From my opinion, yeah. I, I would say that we have a tendency sometimes to go down rabbit holes mm -hmm. a little bit, and I don't think it's any ill intent on anybody's mm -hmm. part. No. But you know, that's that's one thing that I think we could all, you know, all of us, myself included, could I agree with you, mm -hmm. do a better job on is, you know, we do need to, you know, follow the agenda and try to stay to the agenda as much as possible, um, and. You know, some of us are not, some of us are used to doing that, and some of us are not. So I do think that's a challenge, but I do agree because sometimes it's like, whoa, why do we get over there? <laughs> you yeah, know, that and kind like, of thing. I think, yeah, if there were just some brief resources that could help get everyone a better understanding of the process, I think that would be beneficial. And I think you're going to find a usually find a difference between a professional or, or employment board and a volunteer board. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think being a volunteer board, you know, we, we're fairly doomed. <laughs> well, I have no problem if, I don't know that that would happen. If we have a new member, I'm more than happy to sit down with a new member and, and go through the packet and talk mm -hmm. through some things. and you know, would offer that even to, you've been here a couple months, but if there's any benefit that you would, you know, gain from that, I'd be glad to do it with you as well. And, you know, perhaps the, you know, just kind of talking through it helps that a little bit. You know, sometimes we, we do wind up getting kind of long and we get kind of tied up on something and we, like tonight, we have a lot, we have a lot of important things, but a lot to cover, so. I'm happy to join those meetings too. I've never been asked to do that, but I'm happy to do it if that's what the board wants. Okay. It sounds to me like Jessica's asking more also for like a visual, yes. like something with I, a graph yeah. and a one, two, three, four, five. I'm a visual learner for sure, and so, like, I keep mentioning my workplace, but we use Teams channels. I am in charge of like interns. I'm a very like visual person. So I think just keeping in mind too, like how different people learn is mm -hmm. beneficial. Just yeah, maybe adding to every packet. <laughs> I mean, is like either finding, I don't know if the city already has a resource like that, 
Where's that? Is that in the new packets for? Um, I don't know that it is. It just doesn't look like that. <laughs> but that's the complaint process, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. complaint yeah. process. As so, if like this could be included, and then also like the Roberts Rules of Order, like literally the like the flow, like if there's a flow. Does I'm, that make I sense? don't know about that. I mean, Roberts Rule Rule of Order yeah. is uh, it's a large volume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so, sure there. Are, there's like a. Are you thinking like? Even as simple as when is it appropriate to make a motion? Yes. When Literally is it appropriate to right? You know. Um, yes. What What do you say on that? Uh, <laughs> you know, when you just get the number of I. You know, when you just ask oh, for the I. When you have to call, do a roll call versus you know a majority vote. Just that that. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like anything as simple as if there's anything. I'm sure a resource has probably been created by someone sometime because yes. Robert's Yules of Order is really okay. commonly mm -hmm. used. I would be willing to volunteer to try to find something and send it to you and then we can all look at it in the next meeting and see if that looks like something we want to start including <coughs> in every packet. Okay. Robert's Yules of Order are, are online so you, you can take a look yeah. at them. If you make, if you if you feel like you, you want to make a motion on something, uh, make the motion. Mm -hmm. If it's not appropriate, the chair will tell you that it's not germane. So, um, and, and then we also have uh, legal counsel here and to mm -hmm. advise you on how you might uh, be more successful in making that particular motion. Yeah. I think just for me, I feel more comfortable if I'm actually confident in what I'm doing rather than have to ask legal counsel every single time I need something. <laughs> Well, that makes I mean, sense. You can you can look at online. To say. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, <laughs> what you proposed, Amanda, is great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I mean Robert's Rules mm -hmm. of Order is a huge volume. It's not easy to read, it's not easy to understand. Yeah. And like Orville so, said, like it is a volunteer but there, board, but not everyone who comes on is like right. there's a there's no. some small yeah. version of it. There's probably a five minute Google something we can do. Yeah. 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 That we could include for everybody. And yeah. make it for yeah. the simple. Yeah. Just nice and easy. Yeah, I'm just gonna look for like a web page. I think you know we we have a tendency to start off going down the right direction mm -hmm. and then something will come up and we end up going in the wrong direction. But the good thing about it is we always discover and work our way back to where we're supposed to be. <laughs> All right. Okay, we good? Yep. Last one discussion of legal fees. I asked this to be on there. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> Do I need to step out? <laughs> no, you don't need to step out for this portion. I don't um, think we should have it. <laughs> so, I object. You <laughs> <laughs> can't. How did that item get on there? I ask that to be put on here just because one of the things the chair does is um, the, the city receives an invoice from our, for Pat's legal services from his law firm. And I thought it was just, I, I kind of, when I was looking at it, I had a couple specific questions, which I, is not appropriate to discuss here. But it caused me to think about, you know, here, here comes this invoice for this current month. And I thought, I wonder if anybody is at the meetings ever talked about the fact that we love you, Pat, but you're not 
free, but kind of expensive. <laughs> so things like if the importance of, you know, if if Pat needs to be involved and it's appropriate, that's fine. But he does if he reviews a document for us, um, that costs the, that cost us money. If it's you know, um, typically you don't review the actual footage and look at all the information, but if we have a question and ask you to do that, and I know that's happened, that there's additional fees for that. So yeah. Pat, Pat is not a phone call, is a phone call to ask a question as well. So if it's appropriate, that's one thing, but just making sure that everybody know that Pat is not a volunteer and, you know, just to be, you know, if somebody on the committee feels like they need, uh, have a question or need that, we just want to make sure that we're, we're handling that appropriately. Well, um, you know, and I would suggest in terms of communicating, I'm, I'm hoping that individuals aren't calling Pat because we're being charged for it. I think the appropriate thing is for the group to discuss it, and if there's some concern or a lack of knowledge, then we, we we call that, mm -hmm. or it goes or it goes through the city. You know, I might go if it, if a board member has a question mm -hmm. in between meetings, it goes to Tammy, and Tammy might I go be able to Kelly, answer. and then Kelly says, "Yeah, she might go to." I mean, there might be an answer there, short mm -hmm. of you know, again, not just picking up the phone, and we don't want to we don't want to do that, or we want to be appropriate if we do have have to have those kind of conversations. So that's the only reason I put it on there, is it just, it just kind of caused me to think about that. And I don't know, let's see if we can put it on the agenda, so. Okay, item number four, old business. Only thing we can discuss was old business and there is nothing here. Um, so we're gonna move on to number five. Number five, public comments not on the agenda. So. I have, yeah, I'm curious. I haven't seen this setup before. Is this new? Relatively. Yeah. We it was originally all on so it was originally all in ways all in person, and then during the pandemic, um, all the meetings were moved to Zoom. After the height of the pandemic, when the um, order from the governor that said that public meetings did not have to be in person because of the pandemic expired. We lost the Zoom access and moved back to in-person only, um, but we recently brought Zoom back to do hybrid meetings for accessibility purposes, and I think this is our third, third or fourth? We have more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Just within the last handful of months, we brought the hybrid meetings. Yeah. Well, is this available to the public to watch? Yeah. And to participate. You can log in on Zoom. You can ask questions over Zoom. So if I wanted to look at older meetings on YouTube, is that possible? Yeah. Yes, you can also look at them. Um, all of the meetings, commission meetings, council are on City Channel 4. So if you were just even to Google City Channel 4, you can see a whole screen of meetings and you can click on that. It takes a few days for like the one tonight, it'll take a few days for it to be on City Channel 4, but I believe you can watch it on YouTube in the meantime. And they have library. If you don't see a current, there's a library um, of, for the city. 
and you can go down to to that and find past ones. Thank you. I was unaware of that, and I'll look into that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Did we ever Board do information? Did we ever Sorry. do a press release about creating the hybrid meetings? Well, I asked for one. Okay. Um, I, because it was when I, it was at the same month that we asked for the press release for the formal or for the forum, and then I also asked because I saw the forum article, yeah, and that was good. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to read. I would bring that up. Again. I would appreciate that. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't. It only does. It doesn't do so much good if people don't know that they can join this way. So the agendas are published online? That I know. It looks like this and has the information here with the links in it. So the Zoom link so is on the top of the agenda. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think right now it's just, you can, wa you can watch all past meetings online, but I think right now it's just City Council, CPRB, and TRC that have the hybrid meetings where you can actually participate online. If there happens to be a city council meeting on the same night as ours, then we don't have that capability to, yeah, ask questions and such. Okay, board information. Anything from the board? Staff information. No nope. staff information. Uh, number eight, Kennedy meeting schedule and future agendas. There you go. Which one are you not available for? I just wanted to mention I, I won't be able to attend the December 12 meeting. Okay. I will not be available for the March 12th meeting. There you go, Ricky. Yep, good. I probably won't be either. <laughs> That's my last meeting. Is that your last That's meeting? Your last meeting. Oh, well, I'll be there. For I that. could actually, I could. You should be zoom there. from my location. <laughs> I want, I want, I want you don't have to one. do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty easy with nobody coming up, but no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so, so everybody else basically look okay. Yeah. Are we good with not moving any meetings just for want you for one meeting, me for one meeting? We'll just leave them. As we should is. just leave them. Yeah. Don't okay. you think? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we don't need to change any meetings. Uh, I need a motion to adjourn to executive session. Second. Second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Anybody so, opposed? This YouTube channel. Chief Hospital. <laughs> to accept the report for 2307 and submit to City Council. You made a motion? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Made a motion to accept 2307. Okay. The second. Oh, I'm sorry. We need, uh, you need a vote. Yeah, I don't have it on here, do I? Okay. So is this at all in favor or is this a roll call? Because I don't have, this is what you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, this is what we're talking about, whether we need an all in favor or a roll call. You got all in favor on, the, on last month. Okay, because that's what I was. Okay, all in favor? Aye. 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 Anybody opposed? Okay. We move to accept 2308, was the other one we did? 
And pour it on to City Council as is. Okay, all in favor? Aye. 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 Anybody opposed? Okay, 2309. I'll make a motion to accept 2309. As amended. Pardon? As amended. As amended. Yep. I, was, I could tell you were getting ready to say something, so I stopped. I'll second that down. Okay, you had salt. You seconded. Okay. So as amended, even though we yes. Okay. All in favor. Aye. 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 Anybody opposed? Okay. Um, with this one, we're going to skip. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. We're not going to. We're not doing because everybody hasn't watched the video, and that's the one we're moving to the next meeting. So, we need a motion to summarily dismiss complaint 2314. So moved. So, you need a second? Oh, second. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay. I think the horrible got it. That one needs a roll call. You got it. Downing? Yes. Hobart? Yes. Jensen? Yes. McConnell? Yes. Meckes? Yes. Remington? Yes. Townsend? Yes. A motion to adjourn. Um, a motion to adjourn. I'll, I'll second the move. <laughs> <laughs> All in favor, anybody opposed? Aye. 